Chara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another hey, new episode of Bichara Supply Chain. Uh, this is Norhadi House and I have another special guest today, uh, Kim Daniels. Uh, she is an expert in international trade, uh, custom regulations and uh, supply chain management. So thank you so much for joining us today, Kim. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. So the topics for today's episode is the challenge of international trades. But before we get in, uh, so can you please brief a little bit by yourself and your professional background, Kim? Of course. Uh, so I started off working in supply chain when construction. I worked for a construction supplier in Las Vegas. Uh, we built um, the Fountain Blue. We built the uh, World Market Center and uh, the third building of the panorama. So I was uh, help. Uh, that was kind of how I got started in uh, the whole gambit of supply chain management was moving really big curtain walls that go on the outside of buildings. So these are the big glass pieces that you see um, to these different um, different uh, sites. So we would get them delivered to the laborers that would then go and install them on the buildings. After that, I worked for a fulfillment center, which is how I got introduced to small business. Um, Working for that fulfillment center, we found that there was a lot of things that small businesses were unable to overcome. Mm-hmm. And so after that, we I ended up uh, leaving that company and starting my own and helping uh, small and micro businesses to be able to navigate the rules of international trade. And I got a customs brokerage license, set my company up as a customs brokerage house. And that's pretty much how we are where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so to start off the discussion, Kip, maybe could you share some case issues in international trade that could have a significant impact on the global supply chain? You know, people may be thinking about Ukraine's war, right? But what else? Oh, gosh, there's there's a bunch of things that are affecting trade, especially when it comes to imports into the United States. Uh, Section 301, which is the 25 percent tariff against Chinese goods, is still fully in effect. There's been some um, some products that have been uh, exempted from this tax, but not all of them, certainly. And uh, there's still a lot of cost when it comes to that. So that's affecting, uh, you know, disrupting the supply chain a bit. Um, the issues going on with Taiwan and China, that looks to be a significant um, disruptor when it comes to supply chain in the future. So that's something that we're keeping a very, very close eye on. Um, other things, we've got the UFLPA, which is the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act. So we're trying to not import goods that are in whole or in part made with forced labor. So that is definitely affecting supply chain of uh, very small businesses who don't know what they don't know, and they don't know how to find out if this product is in their supply chain. So there's quite a bit going on. Of course, the uh, war in Ukraine is disrupting a lot of things, especially for Europe. 
But for the United States, which is where I'm based, it really comes down to these new laws that have gone into place. Um, a lot of export laws that have gone into place that are very, very new as of this year. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff that's happening. Um, you know, not to get too specific, but we have to be very careful when we're um, assessing what we import and what we export. Mm -hmm. And from the standpoint of supply chain resilience, what should be our top priorities? Let's say our top three priorities in anticipating the change and challenge of international trades. So the number one thing to know is to know your supply chain. Um, and that needs to go all the way to the raw goods. And currently, there isn't an easy tool to use to know where your cotton is coming from on T-shirts, for example. So if you're importing T-shirts from Bangladesh, you don't know if the um, supplier is being supplied by cotton from Xinjiang. And when it comes to United States laws, that can be very problematic because they will do a lab test of your cotton t-shirts to find out if that cotton was sourced from that region. Mm -hmm. So it's all very scientific now, right? So yeah. the big toppest priority is really know your supply chain. Also be very careful the questions that you ask to find out about your supply chain, because in other countries, it's against the law to ask if they're using forced labor. So you're kind of between a rock and a hard place when it comes to making sure your supply chain is clean. You have to learn how to ask your questions, as I was told by one customs official, inside out and upside down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, interesting. So let's focus on the cross-border trade team, which, uh, you know, we face a numerous challenges and undergone significant changes as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, lockdowns everywhere, and causing supply disruptions and other problems. But, you know, surprisingly, this is still happening now in China, but partly, right? So what mm -hmm. are your thoughts on this? What, what do you think will happen in next year, in 2023? So in 2023, I mean, you know, I, I, I wish that I had a crystal ball that would tell me the future. I think everybody wishes this. Um, the main thing that we have been pushing is because we don't have a really good way of predicting the future or, or, or forecasting what's going to happen mm -hmm. is I tell people get away from just in time and move to just in case, right? Yeah. So Six Sigma Lean teaches us that we need to not have a lot of inventory on hand and we shouldn't be sitting on, you know, on cost sources and that sort of thing. And, and I get that when we're in a normal supply chain type situation. However, given the past couple of years and probably the next couple of years and the upsets and the lockdowns and the, um, the crazy amount of uh, congestion that we get, I tell my clients just in case inventory. Mm. Have enough stock so that you can get through just in case you're stuck for six weeks at Ocean. Okay. Uh, this may be our last question on today's uh, episode, uh, Kim. So I wanted everyone here, our listeners, to learn from your professional experience because you are an expert in this area in, in international trade. So in your opinion, what are the most important skills to be an expert in international trades for being a special trade? I have to say. Um, so I think that there's 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 three top ones. 
Um, being a quick study really helps because you've got to learn a lot of quick new things on the fly, right? So as you're going through, because the rules change, you have to learn very quickly how you mm-hmm. have to change your practices. So that's yeah. one. Um, attention to detail is another one, right? You have to have very, very good attention to detail because if you miss a small detail, you can cost yourself a lot of money. So I, I always recommend to people, make sure that you're paying attention to those those little informations that seem like like innocuous, but they're actually very important. And yeah. then the third thing is, don't be afraid to get in the regulations. So when I was in the uh, US Air Force, I was an aircraft mechanic. And one of the things that we learned from the very first day was you can't touch a plane without a regulation in your hand. And that was called a technical order. Um, and therefore, Whenever you're going and you're you're touching that plane or you're you're fixing it or whatever you have to do, you have to refer to the regulations in order to do your job. It's the same thing with customs. It's the same thing with trade. Mm-hmm. Refer to the regulations. Make sure you know where to find the information that you need because if you ever get audited or you ever get questioned, you need to be able to point out that section and that chapter to say, look, this is where it's at. This is what the regulations say. So don't be afraid of the regulations. At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Bichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.